you got to celebrate the wins because they come. But you also have to understand that, particularly with a large company, it's going to take decades to really make a transition like this. It's, yeah. it's an everyday, you know, kind of a thing. And in that sense, the process is the journey, right? And, and frustration is a part of that. And um, so, so just like stay at it and, and don't be impatient with yourself. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Championship Leadership Podcast. We got Ty Montague here, uh, currently in Pennsylvania as we're recording this. How you doing, Ty? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show, Nate. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Championship Leadership is the name of the podcast. I always like to ask, what comes to mind for you? What does Championship Leadership mean to you when you hear that? Yeah, that's a great phrase. And, uh, you know, when I think about that, I think, um, I think about having a higher purpose, right? All of us want to be a part of something that is bigger than, than ourselves, greater yeah. than we are, right? We want to be pursuing something, some kind of higher purpose. And so I'm a big believer in that, both at the level of individual humans, like you should, in my view, like you're best served if you've defined your own purpose and really put some thought into that. And and companies definitely need to do that. And And I think great leaders tend to have done that and they've defined a purpose for themselves that really inspires people to lead them. Right. They, they, yeah. you know, they, they get a group of people fired up to help them, you know, solve whatever big problem it is that they've decided to take on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 100% agree with that for sure. What's uh? why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself for the listener here right now, uh, tuning in uh, a little bit more about yourself, the path you've been on in life and how that brings you to where you are today and what it is you're up to today. Sure. Yeah. So, um, well, professionally speaking, personally, I, I, I grew up at Albuquerque, New Mexico, and then uh, way led on to Wayne. I found myself in New York City uh, in the advertising business, and I did that for quite a while, 20 years or so. Had a great time. It's a really fun business. Um, but about 12 years ago, um, I decided that uh, it was time to, to do something new. Uh, one of the things that that uh, I, you know, one of the things that I, I just observed about advertising, and this didn't happen all the time, but sometimes I found myself working on a piece of business where the company was clearly uh, telling one story, you know, because that's what I did for a living. I was a sort of a professional business storyteller. And mm -hmm. uh, they'd, they'd hired me to tell one story when, as I got to know them, it was obvious that they were doing a completely okay. different story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, that always bugged me. And yeah. so about 12 years ago, I decided to jump out of that business and start Co-Collective. And so we we help leadership teams define and align on you know their higher purpose what is the big positive change that they're trying to make in the world and once they've aligned on that we then help them turn that into action right because it your purpose isn't a thing that should be written down and stuck in a drawer or even carved on the wall in your lobby and then forgotten about like it's a thing yeah. that you really need to live every day and so we have uh, a, a organ culture practice where we help clients operationalize their purpose inside the business. And once, once we've helped them define it, and then, uh, we have an experience design practice to help them really make it real outside their company in their customer experience. So it should, you should use your purpose to 
you know, define the your entire customer experience, the products that you make, the services that you provide, in some cases, your business model. So I've been doing that for about 12 years. And, um, you know, that has been uh, just deeply, deeply satisfying. There's much more yet to be done, but um, it's it's been a lot of fun and and very gratifying. Yeah, that's uh, seems really interesting. Um, so you, so you came from advertising and, and, you know, this just seems like a very different world maybe, and maybe it's not, maybe there's a lot of similarities there, but it, uh, seems very unique, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Thanks. I, you know, it's interesting because when we started co the idea of being a purpose-led organization, um, other terms for it, for folks, because people call these things different things. Sometimes conscious capitalism is another term that's used to describe what I'm talking about. A new term for it is regenerative business is sometimes talked about. Um, triple bottom line company is another way that people sometimes talk about this. And um, that idea 10 years ago, when we first started talking to people, we weren't the first to do this by any, any stretch, but, but it wasn't nearly as popular. It was a little lonely, right? People, yeah. we had a lot of funny looks, especially from yeah, CEOs about being purpose-led now though, it's everywhere. Like yeah. everybody yeah. is talking about it, including people in advertising and marketing. And yeah. I go out of my way to just be super clear no diss on them, right? Like there are a lot of smart people in advertising and marketing, but purpose is not marketing. Yeah, right. Not marketing. And if yeah. you think of it as marketing, that's when you get in trouble, right? Yeah, because, yeah. Makes sense. Right. right? It's not yeah. a story that you tell. It's a thing that you do and yeah. that, you, that you do every day in every action that you take. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, it is, it is different and it is slightly funny that I started in that business and, and wound up in this one, but, um, there you go. That's what makes life interesting. Well, how do you, how, how challenging is it for you to, I can imagine, I'm just thinking right now, right. If you come into a, a company with leadership that hasn't had the ability to be purpose-driven like that or hasn't had the ability to create that culture maybe it's because there's something to do with that leader <laughs> that is a reason for that yeah uh, how difficult can it be to to turn that around well it has to be really um it has to be a pull not a push right yeah i ca i can't push a leader to become purpose-led once they've made the decision to to do it i can help them you know figure out how to make it happen get everybody aligned get the get it get it wordsmithed and crafted so that it carries exactly the meaning that they hope for it to to carry right like we yeah. help companies do that but we don't make anything up like it has to come from them Sure. Right. And so yeah. we work collaboratively with leadership teams to really get roll up our sleeves and go, OK, so what's a thing that is true of us? Right. And yeah. and is and and yet is is ambitious enough that it's going to keep us getting out of bed every day for 10 years. Right. Because it can't be a thing that just describes the company today. It has to describe something that's aspirational in the future. But it has to be something that they want that they want to inhabit and and some leaders just aren't there yet and that's fine yeah. right yeah. it every, every it's a journey and it's a process yeah. but if the leadership isn't engaged particularly the ceo 
um, we've just learned that it's the, the, the chances of being successful of, you know, making the transition from non-purpose-led to purpose-led are, uh, it's, it's, it's really actually not possible to do yeah. that when the leadership isn't, isn't aligned. There are a lot of companies though, that are being born today. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs are, are kind of naturally purpose-led. And so there are a lot of businesses being born today that are, are, are purpose-led right from the, right out of the gate. Um, sure. And that's exciting too. Like you're seeing some companies, you know, get pretty big and pretty successful being purpose-led from the start. So, and, and we work with some of them as well. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. What, uh, who, who are a couple championship leaders, coaches, mentors you've had then in, uh, that have helped you along the way. And, you know, what are some of the characteristics from those individuals that have really stood out to you? Yeah. I mean, over the years I've, I've worked with, because I was, uh, in the advertising business, I was a creative person, a copywriter, and then a creative director. And so I, I was fortunate enough to work with, you know, some, some of the legendary creative people in that business. Um, you know, people like Lee Clow and, um, you know, Dan Wyden and, and John Haggerty. And, and, um, you know, I think the thing that, um, I was reflecting on this, actually, as I was sitting down to do this show, like the thing that, that, that really all of those people shared was they were, they led by example, right? All of them were brilliant creatives themselves. They all had done great work themselves and they didn't, um, none of them ever ruled or led using fear. Yeah. They always led by using inspiration. Mm -hmm. And then in the most dire circumstance, they used mild disappointment, right? Like yeah. when you <laughs> showed work to one of those people and they didn't like that work all they had to do was just like frown a little bit and you were just like, yeah. Oh my God, I blew it. I can't believe it. I have to go back complete and start yeah. over. And you like, you let down your favorite. I uh, let down my, right, <laughs> right. Exactly. It's yeah. like, I got my one shot and I yeah. blew it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, so it was all very gentle, I guess, is the yeah. way I would say, uh, think about it. And you think, in the movies, uh, often you see people in business, leaders in business are are often super scary and some of them yell and, you know, none of the people that I worked with were like that. They, they led in a very gentle, um, you know, inspirational and, and then occasionally slightly disappointed way. And uh, that was more than enough to, to yeah. motivate me to, to, you know, to learn, learn more and, and hopefully get better. And then, you know, in my, my current, um, work, um, you know, there's a, a gentleman who has, you know, become a friend of mine. We've, he's been a client of mine several times, but, um, his name is Patrick Frisk and, and Patrick is just, a just a remarkable leader and, and human being. Um, his most recently he was, we worked with him as the CEO at, at Under Armour, but we worked with him several times before at, he was the CEO at Aldo and also at, at Timberland and, and Patrick is just an incredibly energetic and optimistic human being. Like Patrick is never 
um, phased by anything. And uh -huh. uh, I look at that under the pressure that he operates in being, you know, the CEO of, in some cases, publicly traded companies, which is an incredibly hard job. And, yeah. um, you know, you just go, Patrick never has a bad day. There is no yeah. such thing as a bad day yeah, for yeah. Patrick Frisk. Yeah. And I find that just so incredibly inspiring and, uh, yeah. and energizing to be around. You know, you kind of, you just want to hang out as much as right. you possibly can. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's, in, that's interesting for sure. What's, um, what's, well, you know, what's, what's your, what is the purpose, uh, for you and your company and the impact that you're looking to make and, um, yeah, what, what drives you to, uh, and co-collective? Yeah. So, um, well, I'll talk about my personal, uh, purpose uh, is, is sort of my personal career purpose, uh, is to try to help to reinvent capitalism. And I know that sounds incredibly, you know, ambitious, probably overly ambitious, but I believe in having an ambitious purpose and, yeah. um, you know, it's going to take time and, and I'm certainly not going to do it by myself, but I want to put my shoulder to that wheel you know, capitalism is in trouble these days in, in a lot of ways. Um, if you look at the data, 50% of, of Gen Zennials, Gen Z, uh, say they no longer believe in, in the system of capitalism. You know, they don't feel yeah. like it has their back. We have a trust crisis in general in, in businesses, in large institutions of all kinds. Government is not trusted. Religion the church is no longer trusted at nearly at the levels that the, these institutions used to be. And so rebuilding that trust, particularly in the system of capitalism, is something that I really believe in, and I believe it's possible. Um, and so that's what I'm trying to do, um, you know, with Co-Collective. We're trying to convince companies that uh, in order to connect with the next generation of customers, really, and employees, that they need to be purpose-led. They need to be trying to help solve some of the big existential problems that we face in the world. And and they need to not just say that, they need to do it. And it is that yeah. that connection between word and deed, right, uh, yeah, that, right. that will restore trust. And, um, and uh, you know, so that's what we're, we're trying to do. At Co, you know, we 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 um, articulate our purpose as helping the bold truly do. Like we we really want to help bold companies and bold leaders define a, a truly ambitious transformational purpose and then actually execute on it through action. So, yeah. um, you know, and and we put ourselves through our own process at co one of the, one of the, at one point to, to find that purpose. And one of the things that we do with all of our clients is not only help them define the purpose, we help them define not, not only what they're for, but what they're against. We help them define what we call their antagonist or their enemy. And we're not talking about a competitor or, or another company We're generally it's, it's a, it's a belief that you're against or a mindset that you're against um, or an idea. Yeah. And, and so we decided at code that our antagonist is any gap between word and deed. And what we called that gap is bullshit. So yeah. at co our enemy is bullshit. 
I love it. <laughs> and, 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 and so purpose washing yeah. uh, is something that is happening more and more because purpose has gotten so popular. So we decided to, you know, as one action to take, to, to walk our own talk, we, we launched a podcast called calling bullshit. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. And, uh, and, and we do that. Um, yeah. you know, we, we call companies out where we see gap between word and deed. And I would, I would hasten to add that, you know, just despite the provocative name, we're not there to, to, to shame companies. We really do believe that bullshit is a treatable condition and that yeah. all you need to do, if you, if you find yourself, you know, being a bullshitter, yeah. you can fix it by just realigning some of the actions that you take. And so the first half of, yeah. of every episode is sort of the facts of the case. And then the second half is, okay, if we've called bullshit on this company, what would this company have to do to, to differently in order to fix this? So that hopefully we're also lighting some candles and leaving people in a, in a positive place. And also, you know, creating a show that, that helps people, you know, take action actually do something yeah, to solve right. the problem right rather than just mocking them that's that's not the point although that's kind of fun too yeah <laughs> that sounds like a really uh awesome uh concept for a podcast so i thank love you. it thank yeah, you i'll have to, I'll have to uh, check uh check, check into it that. out yeah, Apple yeah absolutely. Podcasts, everywhere you get your podcast so yeah, uh i love it what uh was the name again the calling calling bullshit calling bullshit perfect name too i love it <laughs> thank you yeah yeah um as we start to wrap this up a little bit what uh yeah. you know if there's um you know one or two things that you could give to the listener today that's um and it may be to stay in line with with our conversation here right that's maybe struggling to find their purpose it seems like there's a number of people or companies or businesses uh, that, that do they this for whatever reason might struggle in that area. Yeah. Um, what, what, you know, what would be a few things that they could, you know, take action on today to help uh, figure that out? Yeah. I think, um, I guess the first thing I want to say, and we say this a lot on, on the show on, on calling bullshit is we, we try to remind people that, um, becoming a purpose-led business is a journey. It's not a thing that ever can happen overnight because yeah. we're talking about deep change and right. it is just a fact of life that people and organizations don't love change that much. They yeah. like doing it the way they've always done it. And so real change takes time. And so my first piece of advice is you know, don't give up and don't get frustrated, right? It it should be hard and it should take a long time because that's what real change feels like, right? Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight and it's not a magical thing that just you wake up the next morning and your organization is completely transformed, right? Yeah, right. That might happen in the movies, but that's not what real <laughs> life is like, right? And so... Yeah you know, stay the course and don't be discouraged that you're not there yet. Almost nobody is there yet, right? Yeah. There are companies, I'll give you an example. I talked with, as a part of the show, we also do positive episodes where we, where we, where we hold up a okay. company as an example yeah. that is really getting it right so that people can hear from leaders who are on this journey and who are doing a great job. And, and one of, one of the people that we talked to was Alan Job, the CEO of Unilever. 
which is a massive global corporation. Not everybody has heard of Unilever, but you've heard of their brands. Like they're sure. the company behind Vaseline and Ben okay. and Jerry's and Dove and, you know, just all kinds of familiar household yeah. brands. And they made the choice to, to become purpose-led and to begin to make all of their brands, purpose-led brands over 10 years ago. And uh, under uh, actually the previous CEO, a guy named Paul Pullman, and then Paul uh, retired and, uh, you know, did a great job, created a tremendous amount of shareholder value and has now handed the reins to Alan Jope. Alan's been at it for about, you know, five years. So, you know, all in all, 10 or 15 years of, of change, and they're still not there. Alan, yeah. you know, freely admits like we're on our, our own journey. And, and it's like, you got to celebrate the wins because they come, but you also have to understand that particularly with a large company, it's going to take decades to really make a transition like this. It's, yeah. it's an everyday, you know, kind of a thing. And in that sense, the process is the journey, right? And, and frustration is a part of that. And mm -hmm. um, so, so just like stay at it and, and don't be impatient with yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so obviously we got the, we got the podcast calling bullshit. Uh, what else is, what's, what's the main place that we could, you know, follow more on yourself or the company and yeah, you can check you out, the, you check out if you're really interested that the podcast website also has something called the BS index. Cause we give every okay. company a score and we rank all the companies that we've talked to. Uh, the, the episode that dropped this week is our highest BS score yet. For our, <laughs> oh man. Not a good record to break, the, right? The, no, the champion <laughs> so far is McKinsey and company, another consulting <laughs> business. Um, uh, Gave them a 98. So check that episode out. Yeah, absolutely. And, <laughs> and, um, and um, so that's a good place to go look. Uh, you can find me on uh, LinkedIn. You can uh, email me directly if, if you feel like it at uh, tmontague at cocollective.com. And um, happy, always happy to hear from folks. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate your time here today. And uh, if you're listening right now, obviously, uh, don't go anywhere. If you want to hear from more great guests like Ty here today on the Championship Leadership Podcast, stay right here for the next episode. Ty, uh, was, it was definitely a pleasure. Thank you so much. Nate, this was awesome. Thanks for having me.